0: This righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. in Hebrews 11 one, just keep this in your heart. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So this uh, vision of the camp for You've been hoping on it. You have faith. And the evidence is going to be uh, Manifested by the Lord Jesus Christ, so just keep holding on to Him. And it should surely come to pass. And I just pray that um more of your um uh, supporters, viewers, listeners, group members, um uh, strangers, people that don't even know you, that um. That they were drawing in and feel part of it and stuff, But they can't do nothing else, just lift you up and pray. Because if, if people can't give us anything else, at least they uh, go to the throne of God and, and lift you up and pray. Because when there's two or more, people will be in the midst. So that's what I pray that more people will join in and mostly more people would just lift their name up to the Lord and pray well oh, amen just lift you up, lift you up uh, not only for financial but just lift you up to be a strong leader for the Lord everywhere in the rest of that. amen man and, uh... and you are you are a man of standard you are uh, pray more men would be like you, and uh, be God-fearing, and just um, kind-hearted and loving, and showing themselves friendly friendly so I know the Lord is just going to lift me and bless you for everything, so just hold on, just hold on.
1: Well, Sister Renee, again, I'm glad to have you uh, on the show, um, and you've been a very big... Um you know contributor to um this organization i just wish that also the lord would send me more people such as yourself and um most of all i just um be glad that um that all of my um group members worldwide would you know take what i'm doing serious you know what i'm saying because um, i'm not on here playing games Mm -hmm. These are real hard times and you know, especially with the we're now dealing with COVID-19 this If this doesn't wake up black people to unite and work together, I mean, I don't know what else will But again, you know, um, I don't plan on doing this another 29 years Um, I'm like I say I want to focus on that film and you know raise the capital for that and uh, do the best that I can, you know, to get this organization started in the city of Chicago. And you know, like like I said uh, in the book, you know, but um, you know, this is spiritual warfare at its best. Yes, I
0: touch
1: and agree with you. Oh, okay. It was. Is there anything else you want to say before um I um take another
0: caller? Um just um pray that peace be multiplied unto you.
1: Amen. Well thank you um again, just sister.
0: Stay strong in the Lord.
1: Yep. Thank you again, Sister Renee, for coming on the show. And um, you know, whenever you feel led to uh, come on here to, you know, share um some encouraging words or some um if you want to share scriptures, sermons and and what have you. Just let me know, because that's what this show is all about. It's about giving people an opportunity to make their voice heard. Thank you,
0: Brother Barbie.
1: All right. Okay. Take care. Take care. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Evangelist Sherlene McIntosh from Massachusetts. Okay, you're on the air.
0: Good evening, Emmanuel. How are you? Greetings from Boston, Massachusetts, which is 30 minutes south of Boston. How are you doing?
1: I am blessed.
0: Glad to hear it.
1: And I'm glad to have you um, back on this show. It's been a while, but um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to have you
0: back. Thank you so much for having me back. And I am excited about what you're doing. And I'm also excited that you are celebrating your 29th anniversary on this project that you're doing that is so necessary especially in this state and time because we have a whole generation of young people that are not being taught the truth about our black history Amen So we we need more of this We need organizations and programs like what you're doing to not only go into the schools but go Anywhere where there's an African diaspora, so I'm so excited, so proud of you, my friend. God bless you. Amen. Thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. So, would you mind if I pray for you? Oh, I don't mind. Okay, let us pray. Father in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my friend and my brother in being walked. Lord, I pray that you would bless the work of his hands, Lord. And wherever he phones, I pray that whatever he puts his hands to, that you would bless him indeed and continue to enlarge his territory. Lord, I pray for my brother and I pray for the area and his community that he's in, Chicago, Illinois. Father, we know that this is a high time to remember the And it seems like we're coming full circle. The situations that we as a people are dealing with. We already dealt with this over 60 years ago. But we will not be we will not be discouraged, we will not be upset and disillusioned, but we will continue to put our hands to the plow and not with back. We thank you. And we praise you for the work our brother Daniel is doing, and we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thank, thank you for that
1: prayer. Um, if you don't mind, tell um, you know my listeners uh, a little bit about your um, your ministry and uh, your projects.
0: Well, basically, I have been in ministry um, very close to thirty years now um i am now a certified life coach i am an author uh, and i just finished a project which i will be talking about in a couple of minutes but um i have soon be coming out a um webinar a webinar called releasing damaged emotions and as you know i also have a book called A personal guide to live, love, and laugh, the way to making better choices. And my latest project, which I finished basically last year when I got um, my certification, it's called Daddy's Little Girl. So I'd like to talk about that for a couple of minutes. Go, Go right ahead. Okay. So this is to all the ladies. Good afternoon, ladies, it's your girl, Sherry, and I wanted to talk to you for a few minutes about my new life coaching program for women called Daddy's Little Girl. Let's get something out of the way right now. This program is not for the woman whose father is or was her hero. Nor is this for the woman whose father was the king of the castle with her mother being the queen and she being a princess. Forgive me but I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the women who like me. This was furthest from reality. One of the problems that women encounter is that their heads have been gassed up to think that men are not needed or wanted because of the hurtful experiences with men from their past. Let me tell you something. My father died before I got the chance to tell him how I really felt. He died before I had the chance to connect, be approved, or give him a chance to reconcile with me. No matter whether your father was there or not, or if every male figure in your life disappointed you or took advantage of you, there's still time for healing. Please don't believe the lie of the enemy that says that all men are no good. The Lord is always good. And he wants to free us from every hurt and pain, as well as deliver us from hurting others. The second problem is we hide our pain of not having a dad around. Why do we hide our pain of being connected to a poor or non-existent relationship with our fathers? Usually, this is because we grew up seeing the perfect nuclear family on television which was not our experience. Oftentimes, the truth was too painful or too embarrassing to deal with. And if you were anything like me, a fantasy was conjured up to keep sanity from breaking. So if your father wasn't in a home or involved in your life, then you might have a problem with receiving direction, trusting intention, and identifying love even from God. It's true that hurt people hurt people because we don't realize how it keeps us from repentance, deliverance, forgiveness, and freedom in him. The enemy wants to keep us bound, but it's time to walk the path to healing. At some point, you will have to ask God for discernment in order to find out who you can allow into your life and who to trust, as opposed to keeping the wall up which also keeps you in bondage. Don't shrink away from the process of healing because it will be therapeutic. Also, don't let the bad relationship with your dad cause you to set yourself up for failure in relationships with men in general. I definitely made some mistakes there. What I learned is that there are some men who really are only meant to be friends with you. And nothing more. No romance, no fatherhood, just a friendship. Unfortunately, that was new for me. Thankfully, God healed those areas of damaged relationships with men for me. Let the Lord heal you from your damaged emotions and begin to open yourself up to Him so that He can teach you how to have a right relationship with men. Every woman is daddy's little girl in God's eyes. Pain will blind you from this reality if you're not willing to get real and get raw about your daddy issues. It's time to go on a journey of healing and wholeness by finally dealing with what you have refused to talk about. And I dare to say have mastered the art of wearing a mask for if you're ready to take that journey, I will give you all my information later on in the podcast. May the Lord bless you. Well, I, I, I
1: appreciate if you don't mind. Um, just tell all my listeners where they can find you, and um,
0: we can call it um, a night. Okay, absolutely. So you can inbox me on social media, on Facebook. My name is Sherilyn McIntosh, S-H-A-R-I-L-Y-N-N-M-C, capital I-N-T-O-S-H. You can also reach me on Instagram, under Sensational Sherry, on Twitter, at Coach Sherry, or you can contact me on WhatsApp, under my name, Sherilyn McIntosh. And you can also leave your information on my website at www.lifewithcoachsherry.com and please feel free to join the life with coach sherry facebook group as well which is a safe space for women to share their stories judgment free in order to gain support and i just wanted to add one more thing emmanuel in the black community that is the issue that a lot of women have dealt with, and please understand this is not a slam on single parents, because single parents do means in job, but as children, we need both parents, because we need to see the example of what a woman grows up to be and as well what a man grows up to be and how much better can it be if God is in the midst. So I wanted to thank you so much for inviting me again on your podcast and again, congratulations on your 29th anniversary and I can't wait to see what God does next with you.
1: Hey, Amen. Uh, before you go, woman of God, I do want to just uh, say something. Um, as it it pertains to what you just mentioned. um, My Christian um, business that I'm trying to um, move from behind the computer, Mm -hmm. uh, our mission is to help eradicate urban violence in the city of Chicago through our programs and services. Our focus focus is on um, assisting single black mothers as well as single black fathers. We wanna help them um, Uh, do this uh, Christian business um, with basic resources so that way they can raise their um, children with dignity and in peace that's all I'm trying to do now like I say it's been 29 years you know um, I wrote my I wrote my uh, revised book and made it plain back in 2012 the book is the book is barely selling so what does that say to me that's say to me that Well, maybe Black America don't really want a solution. And so, you know, I mean, uh, it's sad, it's frustrating, but somebody has to do it. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I'm putting my reputation on the line. This is how come I do my show. I want people to know what I'm trying to do. But again, I want qualified people that's going to be on my management team. And I want people to, um, we're going to screen people. Okay. Meaning that we're going to do criminal background checks. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, um, I don't associate with con artists, um, rapists, hardened criminals, pedophiles, urban terrorists. Those those persons are not allowed in this organization because if we allow those type of people in this business, then it's going to corrupt the business.
0: Yes, it will. You know
1: what what I'm saying now, unlike the church, you know, I'm not knocking the church, but I have to go there,
0: because
1: this is a Christian business, but you know, the church, it says, whomsoever will, let them come. So that's them. But in here, and in my house, we're screaming people. You're going to be, we're going to be, I want people to be on the up and up with me, because I'm going to be on the up and up with them. And I'm trying to bring this in those high crime, gang and drug infested communities, the communities that's lacking the resources. We're gonna teach people or our members about um, financial literacy. We're gonna teach our um, our members about um, group group economics, so that way we can patronize each other rather than sitting up here patron patronizing. Uh, let's say, for example, you know the Asian. Um, um, stores and going to the meal salons, going there, helping those people, the Arabs, Koreans, all those other um, groups outside of the black communities, patronizing them. And yet those people are sending their money, not into to the black community, it goes outside of the black community. That's what our people, that's what, yes, that's what our people lack to understand. But yet you want to sit up here and keep begging these financial elites. These are the ones that caused all these problems in the first place. Mm-hmm. Marching and protesting for the past 52 years been, been on that um, hamster wheel. And, you know, I'm trying to tell them, get off that hamster wheel. Let's pull, pull our resources together with what we have. Absolutely. Now, you know what I'm, I'm going to say, too? Um, That's how come I'm focusing on my film now. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive, you know, for our racial group here in America. Cause I ain't got time. I don't want to spend the rest of my life keep doing this stuff and being taken for a joke when this stuff is real. These are real issues. Yes, it is. But again, no support. I don't have no support from any black churches here in in Chicago, nor any black organizations, and that's fine. That's fine. That's how come I'm sharing my story. Now, you know what I want to tell you, um, Evangelist McIntosh, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, once I start making money, everybody's going to want to come out the woodwork and want to say, oh, congratulations. I know you can do it, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Ain't nothing Mm -hmm. changing. 29 years, I stood on um, what I've been saying, and I'm not going to change even when I make money. Mm -hmm. Everybody's still going to be screened. Everything that I've written in that revised book, we're going to carry that out to the fullest because we're going to stay focused. Mm And we're gonna expand this organization. Well, like I said, I wanna have this as credibility before we expand it to Africa, uh, Mm -hmm. starting in South Africa. But um, I wanna have that credibility, so when I go to South Africa, I don't have to go over there trying to explain who I am and all that stuff. My work will be able to speak for itself. But I'm gonna let people know it was 29 years that black America here in Chicago rejected me. And it's an, even in the God's word, it says that um, the, if um, I'm just paraphrasing, if a city or a person don't receive you in that city, um, rush them off your, your, your shoes and go somewhere else. Gotcha. So I don't have to, hey, I don't have to just, but again, I'm not, this, I'm not trying to run away from Chicago. All I'm trying to say is what's going on here in Chicago is in every inner city in America. That's right. The same problems. So I'm just trying to get it started here. I'm going to turn it over to qualified people That's going to help me um, manage the organization. So that way um, I can expand it to Africa
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's all I'm trying to do
0: Well, I will say this on the air when I have been uh, Connected on Facebook for quite some time and I want to connect you to some people that I know the same thing that you are just in a different area so offline I will definitely be in contact with you so we can help you to get the word out and to help you to be connected to some other people that are doing the same thing that you are so that we can start a connection with other people amen I, I, amen I'm, I'm for that
1: but I, I do want to mention one other thing though before we um call it a night with the um with this call, um, I want to, through this Christian business, connect the diaspora with continental Africans because I reach out to a lot of Africans. Um, I'm looking at my um, calling or mission as, you know, sort of similar to like Moses, so to speak. That 400 years of bondage is up. Mm -hmm. You know, black Americans have been in, you know, America for 400 years, we're still being treated like second, third, fourth, fifth class citizens. I want to try to reach out to the youth and let them know that they don't have to live like this. Mm -hmm. So I want to, I'm going to practice what I preach, I am going to apply for dual citizenship in South Africa and I'm going to encourage my group members to do the same thing. We're going to also offer uh, African trips so that way we won't just be behind a computer. We're going to physically go over there and, you know, uh, network with people, um, be able to organize and be able to um, start businesses over there. And also, um, like I say, I'm going to encourage my uh, group members to apply for dual citizenship. So that way they'll have options rather than, you know, keep sitting up here Begging the financial elite here in America for basic resources. Road cops now, you know, they can come look at what happened with um Breonna Taylor. You know, they can come in your home, kill you, and then, you know, there's no big deal. No. That's not right.
0: No, enough is
1: enough. Enough is enough. But I'm just saying, black people, let them, I want us to know that we have options.
0: We're not, we not. don't have
1: to be under this bondage. And that's in God's word, too. You know, He's he set us free. So I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's what this organization is about. And I know that this is spiritual warfare at its best. Yes,
0: it is. And, you know, I'm
1: using God's words too, you know, but again, I'm not trying to, you know, hide behind religion. I'm just letting people know up front that, you know, that this is a legitimate organization and, um, you know, we just got to get our our act together.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, Okay. So that's, that's. We're gonna call it um a night for this um, segment of the program. All right, we have um uh, one of our um, contributors, Evangelist Stephanie O'Neill. Okay, you're on the air. Yes, I
2: wanna let you know that um Mr. Barbie, Mr. Manuel Barbie, he has a great vision. And if people would just take the time to really, you know, get to know him, um He's a great man. He has a great vision, as I said. Um, and his vision is to um, help bring the people out of, out of the ghetto. And um, to let them see that it's a, it's a better way of life, and that you don't have to sell drugs, you don't have to steal, you don't have to vandalize, you don't have to you know, do these things to become successful in life. And um, he's college educated. Um, he, he, he's very resourceful in, in knowledge and wisdom. He um, studies up on a lot of things, you know, concerning, you know, the meetings of the people that God gave him this vision many years ago. And um, he's wanting, you know, people to really catch fire and catch passion to this, you know, because it's really needed. Um He's trying to provide a better way for people and to see, you know, that um, it's, it's greater. Like I said, it's a greater life that you might have been born a certain way. But you don't have to end a certain way. that your your beginning does not have to be your ending. You know, some people started out in the ghetto as um I myself, you know, I've lived in ghetto, I've lived in the projects before. When my mother daddy separated, she could not afford the life that my dad could. So I myself have lived in those type of, you know, um conditions. Um, my mother did the best she could do. Um, amongst crime and all kinds of different things, but thank God God brought me out. Of it and, and I was a, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have to bring my kids up in that in that way. But I don't look back on it in a bad way. I look at it as, you know, it's, it's like a um, stepping stone to make where I am now. And I said that to say that it, being a stepping stone, it does not have to be the place that you have to stay. And. um Right now, you know, um, in this world, the way things are, you know, a lot of people are looking for hope. Some people are so downtrodden and they may going through so much and they just feel like there's no hope. And he wants to show you that there is hope on the other side and that life doesn't have to be that hard, you know. And you think you can because it's a better way. And I believe that if he had more support from our people, you know, because it's, it's a legit vision. It's a beautiful vision. And I do believe that Yahweh Elohim, which is God, and Yeshua HaMashem, which is Jesus, gave him this great um, vision. You know, God always sends out people to solve a problem. And um, the problem is, you know, these genocides, you know, a while back, I'm, I'm just going to put the Lord put in my spirit, That's why I know that I am a part of what's going on with um grassroots community see activist movement last year the Lord put in my spirit genocide so I'm like Lord what point is a genocide and I, I looked it up in the dictionary and it meant the mass killing of people of a certain ethnic group or whatever and so at, at first I didn't understand why the Lord placed in my spirit but evidently God has a burden and you know God always has a burden the word of God says for the pressure of the poor for the sign of the leading now will I rise and so God has given um Emmanuel Barbie the burden of bringing out his people that are are poor and unjustly treated and um afflicted to bring them out and just show them that there is a better way to stop these genocide because if you watch the news it's always you know people especially in the ghettos you know that are you know shooting up and shooting up each other and all this gang and teaming and all these things right here selling drugs and all these things and a lot of times they do that because they feel like there's no other way they feel there's no hope but with um emmanuel uh vision it is as i said you know to bring the youth out of these gangs and out of these things to show them that um, there is a second chance at life and that you can live better and that you know uh, with the dramas that he wants to do and the dancing and uh, you know, all these things that he wants to do, you know, within the vision, he wants to see people's lives change and that's the thing, you know, he wants them to use their talents and he wants to use their gifts and um, he also, you know, uh, offer incentives, you know, for people you know, to um, even use his, um, his, uh, um, his websites, you know, to even promote your own businesses and things like that. He's not trying to, you know, be the top dog. He's trying to show you that he wants to work along with us, you know, to try to, you know, us building each other, up, which is God's plan. You know, the Bible says, you know, the start of bread the furnace of the week and that we're supposed to work work together. You know, like the Bible also says, how can two all together live to be in agreement? So, you know, with um I just really, really advise you all to-